Zeros. Thanks for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that knows God didn't do this. We did. Neither of them. <laughs> the other one was something about the hoodie. Oh. Uh, the sweatshirt on Fred. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't want to rewind. Fred was a great character. Fred was borderline best character. <laughs> best supporting actor. Fred. <laughs> Mannequin as Fred. Making his theatrical debut. Jack Mannequin. <laughs> Wait, that's a band. <laughs> anyway, I'm Joe, and I'm joined by one scientist to talk to you nice. about the movie. Thank you. I am Legend, and his name is Sequel. The podcast that was saving that bacon. And my honorable mention, the podcast that likes Shrek. <laughs> that one, uh, that was actually my other option, was the <laughs> podcast that likes Shrek. Better because I, I like Shrek. I like Shrek. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so just the two of us. Corey's not here because Corey is on his honeymoon. He's in Europe right now. Yeah, man. Everybody say congratulations, Corey. Congratulations, Corey. (laughs) I mean, you didn't have to, but Uh, it's nice that you did. You said everyone. I meant them at home. Oh, okay. Or in In, their car. Yeah, in Radioland. At work. The people listening to us right now. And now. And then. (laughs) But yeah, it's it's listener request movie number three, y'all. Out of questionable number seven or eight or something who did this one this one was mitch ah the previous two were bennett so we give credit where credit's due because i forgot to plug those in the episodes and yeah this one's i am legend but first we're gonna let you know the stuff that we've been watching and i'm gonna go first because i have one movie and sequel probably has like 12 four all right close enough the movie that i watched i tweeted about this this exact wording it was the best movie that no one saw from 2018 overlord I wanted to see Overlord. That was like Netflix, uh, not Netflix, um, uh, Movie Pass heyday. I figured like I really wanted to use my Movie Pass for that. I just never got around to it. It's like zombie Nazis, right? Kinda. It's, That's what the trailer yeah, led me to Nazis believe. Nazis that are like experimenting on people and creating like super soldiers. Was it very good? It was really good. Yeah, I, I liked it. It didn't make any money. What's it? What's it, it streaming on? Uh, I bought it. I rented it on Amazon for ninety nine okay. cents. Like a week or two ago. Nice. It's got no names in it. Like the the only person I recognized from anything, I recognized him from the show. Oh crap! What's the? You're probably not the right person to ask for this. The <laughs> Netflix show with the superheroes that just came out that I can't remember the name of right now. The Netflix show with the superheroes. Yeah, that just they're came a family. Out? They're adopted. You definitely didn't watch it. Corey did. I know for a fact Corey did. Shazam. <laughs> yep, nailed it. <laughs> I gotta Google this. I'm sorry, everybody. Wyatt Russell, I recognize these people, but like I never knew. Bokeem Woodbine, that's a that guy. It's the Umbrella Academy. It was the that's Umbrella it. Academy. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's one of the characters in that. Was the biggest name, or the biggest person that I recognized. Yeah, a lot of these faces look familiar, but I've never. Yeah, they have, a lot of them have like those those faces that I've seen and stuff, which is a shame because. I like to see new talent get the chance out there, and they all did really well. Like it was a really good movie. I thoroughly enjoyed it, so I recommend it if you get a chance to see Overlord. Good scores. Check it out. Eighty-one Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, the audience wasn't so high, and it was like sixty something. Huh? For whatever reason, but I thought it was really good, and that's what I've been watching. Hey, sequel. Let's do your list. I thought of the fifth one. Okay, Just great. Now. I Wait. watched Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Is that a movie or is that? It's kind. Well, Black Mirror is like the twilight zone yeah and i've seen an episode or two of black mirror this is the first 
Black Mirror ever did. Bandersnatch is the create your own adventure Black Mirror. So what? So yeah. Um, they, you like use a remote? And yes. Pick, okay. Interesting. You have the character will give you two choices, and we made it through the end on our second try, and it, the time that we failed, I think ninety five percent of the people who watch it fail because. It's the obvious choice that you want the character to do, and it's very early on in the episode. So, what is this on? Like, how did it's, you? It's on Netflix. I remember they made a big deal about it um, okay. when it first came out. It came out probably close to a year ago. I want to say it was the first I'm hearing of a choose your own adventure Netflix thing, and that sounds kind of awesome, actually. Yeah. So, like, I kind of want to rewatch it and just make different choices. Nobody big is in it i guess the biggest name and I, the guy's name excuse me i could look it up but he was in um we're the millers he's like the jason sudeikis the, the son oh okay. quote unquote son he's also in maze runner and uh yeah i know who you're talking about yeah i don't know his name either not offhand right i could look it up but i don't want to <laughs> we did enough time i can if you want while you're talking all right so that was that was good check it out it's, it's very interesting i'm surprised it didn't make uh more create your own content on Netflix because yeah. it's like a... That's a really cool idea. Yeah, it's a good avenue. I watch Rat Race. I haven't seen Rat Race in many years. It's one of my wife's favorite movies. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Yep. I've You're... seen it one time. It's pretty good. It's a remake of It's a Mad, Mad, yeah. Mad, Mad World. Um, it's got Smash Mouth in it. It has Smash Mouth in it. also has Breck and Meyer. It sure does. Best name in Hollywood. Yeah. It's... <laughs> Too much. It's Brett Meyer and, uh, Breck and Meyer and Amy Smart together when they were together in road trips so that's kind of fun it's a great team up it is classic team up and now they're both not in things anymore no which is sad i it miss is. them both i don't think amy smart the last thing i saw her in was like crank 2 didn't even see that it's not i know she's in that avengers spoof movie that we're gonna one day maybe do maybe she should be in the superhero movie why not everyone else is doing it i mean she is well like a real one. Oh yeah yeah one day. I watched two movies that I told you and Corey about called Bloodsport and Over the Top. And I watched them back to back and it was a great four hours. That's so much. So great. I don't know how anyone can not like Bloodsport. It's a pretty fun movie. It is fun. But Donald Gibb, who plays, um, I forgot his character's name, but he's the... Is it Ogre? Yeah, Ogre from, from Revenge of the Nerds. By far the best acting performance in a movie, and it's Ogre from, <laughs> from Revenge of the Nerds. I guess he's the only believable person in that movie. Yes. Even though he's ridiculous and over the top. He's <laughs> uh, not in that one. I know. Um, it's funny, because uh, the end of Over the Top, they say facts, quote-unquote facts about Frank Dukes. So Frank Dukes kind of made this movie. He like sold his story to make this movie, and then the oh, it was a real person. Yeah, oh. well, at the so the closing credits of the movie it says Frank Dukes was undefeated in a kumite from like seventy six to eighty with the oh rec- never mind with the I, record. I was thinking that uh, Ogre's character was no. the Frank Dukes for a second. Okay, yeah, I remember seeing this. Mm-hmm. So after the movie came out, I think it came out in eighty eight. The L A Times published an article like two months later saying like Frank Dukes is full of shit. <laughs> There is no Kumite. Everything he says is like, like never happened. They called his service record into question too. So it's a conspiracy. I never knew that until like I just decided to Google Frank Dukes to like because I saw the movie a lot when I was a kid. Then it w- went like 
a few years before I saw it again. So I'm like, oh, let me Google Frank Dukes. And I had no idea this controversy existed. And it made me kind of sad. Because I went my whole life thinking Frank Dukes was like this awesome guy. Like the world's greatest fighter. That was just an unreliable narrator. Pretty much. <laughs> Over the Top is excellent as well. <laughs> it's a, it's a also a fun movie. I'm going to stay away from the word like good and great, but it is a fun movie. It's, it's a lot of fun. I think it made my... Um, top 10 guilty pleasure movie list i'm pretty sure it did i think both I know of them Bloodsport did, did. Bloodsport definitely Bloodsport did. was like number three yeah over the top's definitely up there for me the kid is so freaking annoying oh yeah he sucks but the premise of the movie is like outstanding an arm wrestling championship changing your grip mid wrestle like you can't have a finishing move arm wrestle you can't you, have a finishing you move can't, no. but he does you can't change your grip it's illegal you oh, get really? disqualified immediately but he just does it <laughs> and it's fine and it is kind of bs because it's a double elimination tournament he makes it, spoilers everybody he makes it to the end after losing once the guy he faces hasn't lost yet but I guess since this is a championship match, it becomes single elimination at that point. I'm almost positive I brought this up when I watched it for the first really? time. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I think we already had this conversation because I was like, he never lost the first... The, the other guy never lost. There should be another match. Yeah. Like, he has to win two. And I think he should be disqualified for letting go. Because he was losing and he just slipped his grip. Then they brought the strap out. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, questionable. <laughs> questionable calls sweating like grease monkeys out there they can't be expected <laughs> to hold on to each other's hands uh bill bull hurley got screwed he did oh what's my last movie here that's a you question because i have no idea so they brought back rocco's modern life with a 45 minute netflix special what i watched it last night that's i loved that show i love that show too one of our greatest no friendship moments was a that's true ran, <laughs> random Rocco's modern life mr big head mr big head i'm not gonna say anything about it i want you to watch it but they make it very of the time okay. and they make an interesting choice with it and i don't think they had to go this route fair enough watch it tonight so I'll, 45 minutes you don't control me so well. <laughs> i'll watch it when i watch it that's gonna be tonight isn't it this is like a 50% chance. <laughs> Before you even said that. I'm surprised you didn't know. Oh, yeah, I hadn't heard about that at all. Yeah. So that's that's cool. Yep, 45 minutes. Can't wait. The premise is, I'll give you this. He's been, a rocket went through his home, and he's been floating around in space with Heifer and Philbert for like the last 20 years. That's real weird. And then they return to Earth. <laughs> Everyone they've ever known is dead. No, nobody freaking ages except for a couple characters. Interesting. <laughs> it is. Bizarre. I don't know anymore. But it makes sense because cartoon characters really don't age. Yeah, they're immortal. Yes. Bastard. Until they're not. Until the writers kill them off. And they show like Rock of Modern Life, probably never. That's it for me, Joe. And you already said what you've been watching. Corey isn't here. Corey, what have you been watching? <laughs> Did he include that in his email? All right, no. That would be funny. Actually, I didn't check, but I'm almost positive he didn't. I think it's all I Am Legend related. Well, you definitely watched an MCU on the flight. Yeah. And that's what we've been watching collectively. Let's give you the movie facts for I Am Legend, which came out in 2007. It's rated PG-13, one hour and 41 minutes long. Directed by Francis Lawrence. He did Constantine. Did he really? Yeah. He did some of the Hunger Games movies. Wow. I had a Constantine-like 
thought during this. Nice. Now you know why. Yeah. I'm a fan of this guy. Anyway, it stars Will Smith, Alice Bragan, Brogan, Charlie Tahan, or Tahan, I don't know, Dash Mihawk, and then I didn't list anyone else. Emma Thompson, baby. <laughs> sure, for a scene. She's One there. scene. By the way, Dash Mihawk is the guy from Punisher Warzone, Detective Soap. Is he really? Yeah. That's funny. I was like, no way. <laughs> but more on that later. The budget, $150 million. It grossed $585 million. I forgot to write down the domestic. I'm the worst. Give me one second. I'm going to go with 360 It's a decent guess. I don't know what it is yet. I'm just stalling for time. 360 or 345 It was... Ooh, ooh. 256. Ooh, 256 okay. million domestic. Rotten Tomatoes has it 68%. That's certified fresh. That's certified I awkward. Think. No, it's not. It's not fresh. Not it's 70s. at least 70. Yeah. Okay. And this may be the first time and one of the first times this has ever happened, but the audience score is the same. So it's also a 68. Wow. Yeah, that never happens. There was controversy with this movie when it came out. Not really controversy, but there was a common criticism with this. Okay. We will talk about it. Sure will. Soon, I'm sure. I can't really speak much about it. I can tell you what it is, but I hate really. IMDb, <laughs> 7.2 out of 10. Metacritic, 65, with oh. a user score of 7.1. Wow, everyone's in the ballpark with this one. Yeah. Those are the movie facts. Let's let you know our general thoughts, which as always are spoiler-free before we get into the whole specifics of the movie. Hey, sequel, what'd you think? Second time seeing this. I saw it in theaters when it came out. Nice, me too. Oh, really? It was also my second time seeing it, yeah. Okay. I play it's a solid movie. Um, It's emotional. Pretty well done. Will Smith, I guess, um, started breaking out the serious roles at this point, I want to say. Maybe he did a little earlier. I'm not quite sure. He's kind of trying to shed the um, Men in Black moniker at this point. Yeah. Even though he did three after this. I don't remember when Bagger Vance was, but that's like wow. the first that's the first serious Will Smith movie I remember watching. Yeah, but he's it's a bad movie. It's not a great movie. It's not a great movie by any stretch. No. I just think of him dancing on the beach randomly. I don't even remember that. He leaves before like the last hole. <laughs> and then Matt Damon makes the putt spoiler. <laughs> and no, no one cares. He's miles away. You just see him dancing on the beach as if he Felt it happen. He did. Sure. He foresaw it. <laughs> but that is a completely different movie. Yeah. My bad. Go ahead. Nah, it's fine. It's the second time I saw it. I, I like it. It's solid. There's. It's not perfect by any stretch. We'll get into the criticisms later. But I thought Will Smith did a admirable job. Didn't really have much to work with. So as far as other characters to play off of. But um, yeah, second time seeing it. So what about you, Joe? Also, second time seeing it, as I mentioned before. <laughs> I actually think I liked it more this time than in theaters. I liked it in theaters, but for whatever reason, I appreciated this movie more the second time. I think Will Smith's performance is really good, especially good considering that he's has no one to play off of. It's just him slowly staving off insanity. It's a tough thing to do. Yeah. And you I will... thought of Castaway. That's the only other example I can think of. That... Moon. Oh, yeah, Moon. But he kind of plays off himself. It's weird. Yeah. And he has a robot that at least talks to him in Moon. I guess the robot's better than Fred. Fred doesn't have a whole lot to say. You don't know that. 
He Fred, was a snappy dresser, though. Fred moves. Yeah. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> and those are our general thoughts. From here on out, we're going to be spoiling I Am Legend. If you've never seen I Am Legend and want to see it without knowing what happens, you should probably stop listening now. Thank you for your download. Otherwise, let's keep going. Corey? <laughs> I have an opening scene gripe. Okay. It's really dumb. Love it. But the, all right, so the opening scene, I'm like, holy crap, Emma Thompson's in this movie. I totally forgot that. It's the only she, scene she acts in. They show her picture on, the, on a newscast yeah, later, yeah. later on. Um, but I'm a big sports fan, as you all know. And the bottom ticker is showing New York sports scores because this movie takes place in the city. And on the bottom, it says Giants lose to the Patriots for the second time this season, 23-7. to there is no way the Giants can play the Patriots two times in one season unless they face in the Super Bowl. But I feel that would have been a bigger headlight, so they definitely don't mean the Super Bowl. Bigger okay. headline, I meant to say. Yeah. So it's very simple to switch Giants to Jets, and this movie is a lot better. <laughs> I'm not, a lot better. I'm, I, I'm not thinking about it for the first like 30 minutes. Like, How can you get that wrong? It's such an easy thing to look up. <laughs> I have no idea what happens the first 20 minutes of the movie. I was so infuriated. Let's think about it. You're putting a sports score with New York teams, because they do basketball. They, they make an announcement about a, another New York sport. They're like three scores. And then, okay, they want to, we want the Patriots in there, or we want the Giants in there. Who's in the Giants division or who's in the Patriots division, because that's the only time you face a team twice. Makes no sense. Keep listening, everybody. I swear <laughs> it gets better from I had I had to get it get off my chest. Can I help you if I told you that this is an alternate Earth? Like an alternate reality of our Earth where this all this stuff has happened. That maybe the Giants and the Patriots are in the same division. But like, no, that doesn't help okay. at all. Because they get the other sports things correct. Uh, I tried, everybody. No. Let's move on. Okay, sure. <laughs> Your complaint has been duly noted. Thank you. I, I appreciate a, you and I acknowledge you. Easy thing to get right. <laughs> yes, it is. <sighs> it's a graphic. It costs nothing. <laughs> You're right. It probably did cost nothing. Ah. So, into the actual movie. I feel like I understand the plot a lot more this time around. Like, the first time I saw it, like, I got it. He's alone. He's by himself. But, like, this like the aspect of him being one of the few immune people. How the virus actually broke out how they thought it was this miracle cure for cancer and it actually mutated measles virus yes and then just the fact if you look at this movie from the perspective of the infected will smith is like the villain did you watch the alternate ending i've seen the alternate ending in the past because i saw it for the first time like i finished the movie with the theatrical cut and then i just went back and watched the alternate ending oh yeah i gotta tell you what happened to me watching this by the way how'd you watch this by the movie uh in my room on the TV. Yeah, but like what platform? Uh, we have a Blu-ray. Good for you. Yeah. This is not one of the 300 plus Blu-rays I own. I didn't have time to go to the library. So Wednesday night, I got home from work late. Okay. And I'm like, I have to watch this. <laughs> so I rented it for 3.99 through Microsoft because it's my easiest avenue through my Xbox. I can just say, I am Legend and it pops right up. I am Legend. Purchase. <laughs> so you get the movie for 24 hours way too tired to finish it so i watched it for an hour got home from work ate dinner and i started it back up again the next day i watched it i had 10 minutes left roughly 
and it said your 24-hour purchase has expired. Oh. I find that it was so infuriating because I'm like, I started it. I didn't finish it. You should let me finish it, right? Because I started it in the 24-hour window. I feel like I should have had a grace period. Well, the thing is, then people would just exploit that. That's why they don't do that because then they would just leave it unfinished and like rewind it or something. Like they would, that, that's, I understand that that sucks the way that they do it, but yeah. that's why. But now if you start it in that 24 hour span though, I think you should have the right to finish it. Oh, you can, you only have 24 hours to start it once you rent it? It's yeah, not like Amazon you rent it. where you rent it, you, you rent have it. 30 days to start it? You have 30 days to start oh, okay. it, but I played it. Yeah, yeah, Like I feel if I had one minute left and I started the movie prior to that one minute expiring, I should get that movie until I'm finished with it continuously. Like if I stop it again, then I then I'm done. Okay. You know, it's kind of like yeah, yeah. when the clock runs out in football. When we're back. You can finish that last play, right? Well, as long as the ball is out of someone uh, the quarterback's hand. Wait, well, no. If the ball bas- snaps. That's basketball. Right. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I should have had that continuation. Then once I pause it or the movie's over, it's game over. Game over, man. Game over. <laughs> I was I was pissed off. I'm so sorry then for I, your pain. Did so, you just go on YouTube? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I pretty much did. I kind of they were in the house. They hadn't gotten to the basement yet. Okay. But I remember I knew what happened, and I have seen the alternate ending before. That is the major criticism of the movie: is they change many things in from the book, and the book is like beloved. I've never read the book. This movie was in the works since like '94 too. Really? Like, yeah. Wow. Took a long time. Okay, okay. Many different names attached to yeah, it. 13 years. Yep. I ultimately am glad they went with Will Smith. Yeah, no, his his job is... Yeah, he's really good in this. Phenomenal. Do you really read the emotion on his face? How do you feel about the flashback scenes? I like them. Did you like them broken up the way they were? Um, I guess it adds more suspense that way. I never stopped to think about... like. It's a little jarring how they end and then start back up. Right. So uh, my initial criticism was going to be the two flashback scenes should have been just one complete scene, get it over with. But then they throw that third one in there. I'm like, oh, man, I'm really glad they broke this up the way they did now because I didn't see that third one coming. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize the helicopter never made it off the island. They They didn't show the helicopter getting, like, blown up it's 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 heavily implied yeah yeah it's just implied yes obviously we know that they didn't make it right i had no idea that i thought his wife and daughter got away and eventually died outside of the island i don't know he like saw it happen that's crushing yeah i forgot some some details about this movie like i thought for whatever reason that they made the cure out of or they made the virus out of his blood Oh, okay. Or something, and that's why he was doing it, but no, he was just one of the immune. Yes. Like, I was remembering that wrong. And that's ground zero, and that's his site. That's his site, and he's not leaving. He's not leaving. And he doesn't leave, and I think that's really good. He can fix this. That's why I like the actual ending of this movie. I have a problem with it, but I have the same problem with the alternate ending, and the alternate ending sucks. That's very true to the book. Is it? Apparently. I don't like it. I don't like it much either. Got no gravitas. I can't say that definitively if it's true to the book. I remember hearing that it's true to the book. I think in the book and email, and if I'm wrong, he actually makes it out to the safe zone and helps them create the cure. But I like the act of self-sacrifice so much in movies, and yeah. this was like the ultimate 
And plus, in the alternate version, you never see him actually give her the cure. It's just like implied, I guess. Yes. Because he just hands back the body. It's dumb. I mean, if we're already here talking about it, I hate the butterfly thing. Oh, so stupid. I hate it. So stupid. Yes. Like, just take that part out, and the ending is beautiful. Yep. It's still really good, but that butterfly is just so corny. I remember calling the um, the infected that was smashing the glass Brian Urlacher, <laughs> like when I first saw him in, in theaters. That's Dash Mihawk. That's, uh, oh, that's, that's Soap from that's so- Warzone. Wow. Yeah. Think about it, though. Like, he's just trying to get his loved one back. Like the inf- I didn't realize that until the alternate ending that there was his mate that I- he took. Yeah, well, okay. So I thought he was just the alpha in there. And a, he was like, I gotta get my person back. Upon second viewing, when he sets the trap, he's the one that kind of busts out of the shadows screaming. Yeah, so, that's, that's what I saw. But I thought that that's because he was like, he was the leader. And like, this is my tribe. I didn't realize it was like, that's my mate. Yeah. You took my partner. Right? So like, think about it. They're, they live in the shadows. They didn't choose to be infected. They're just infected. This is their... Rage is all they know. They can't stop it. And then some and then, person yeah. sneaking around, picking them off one by one, <laughs> picking them off one by one. Will Smith is essentially like the he's, boogeyman. He's the monster. Yes. He, he's picking them up. He's experimenting on them. I always want like, or or just think about how they should remake movies or like release the same movie twice in one year. Like the told, Karate Kid. Told from alternate perspectives. Kind of like Cobra Kai and the Karate Kid. Johnny's the real hero of the story. Johnny's the protagonist. Yeah, but like for the same year. Like if you told the story from Dash Mihawk's perspective, like that would be even. There would be no spoken dialogue in that movie, which would be it would be, have to be like a fifteen-minute like artsy short film or something. Because I think you could go further into it because I one, think you can do a ninety-minute movie. One thing this movie doesn't do that I appreciated actually is we don't see the start of survivalist Will Smith. It's already established. Like yes, three he, years later. He, he had jumped yep, to three years. He has his fortified home. He does his hunting. He has his dog trained really well. He has his movie thing going on, which I appreciate. Of course. So do I. <laughs> yeah, we just like... Instead of being told it, we're just shown that Will Smith is very smart, very resourceful. Yes. But I feel like if you had like did what I said, showing it from the perspective of the infected, you could have them become infected, have like a slow turn, have them band together into the shadows, show them gathering food. That would be the and most then, boring movie ever, like, during the day, though. It would be a boring movie. Because it would just be sitting in darkness while they wait for the sun to go away. <laughs> if it was standalone or came out first, it'd be boring. Well, that, well the darkness is... It would be is... terrible if it came out first. Right, exactly. So, like, <laughs> but, but, like, the sunlight is when they're, like, sleeping. We don't see, yeah. like, Will Smith. But he does stuff at night. Like, he's still active at night. They literally don't do anything during the day. They stay inside. Well, they eat random maybe they have like an over-the-top arm wrestling ring going on in there. they could they you don't it. know you don't yeah. know we don't see it <laughs> exactly it could happen i feel like that would have been a cool thing that's the, i don't know this is the movie we can make for this episode <laughs> like the edge of tomorrow episode. oh that was great <laughs> nothing will top that though no. the dark seekers arm wrestling <laughs> that's it movie. that's what the world needs dark seeker bull hurley god that name that's... is wordy <laughs> So I believe they shot this on location in Manhattan, which is like 
Wow, that must have been crazy expensive. Right? That's why the $150 million is pretty high for 2007. So I'm like, oh, that's probably why. Yeah, it's all spent on location. Because, I mean, Will Smith commands some money, but he's really the only actor you have to pay anything to. Right. No one else is working for Peanuts. My, yeah, right? Because yeah, I don't... I don't think the other three that I listed are commit. Emma Thompson, I guess, is the second most paid, and she's in it for one scene. And she probably did this for, like, scale. Probably was, I like... I just realized she was in MIB International. Anyway. That's true. It just clicked in my head. <laughs> Random thought. Anyway, go ahead. I, I would assume she did this for scale. Like I hope so. Yeah. I don't think they had to recruit her actively and... Hey, you want to show up in a scene? Pay her, like, $10 million. Yeah. Want to do this for fifty grand? I feel like the announcement I've cured cancer was so subdued as well. <laughs> like this looks like it's on like News Twelve Long Island. Like it's it's not like a like a national breaking story. Like but by the way, I cured <laughs> cancer. No big deal. All right, my favorite aspect of these kinds of movies, or at least this plot, I guess, being the last person alive, is when he gets to loot all the other people's homes because they don't need anything. Like he, ha- I don't know if you noticed, but he has Starry Night hanging in the house. He went. That's crazy. He That's clearly broke into a museum, took Starry Night, and just hung it up because I, he wanted it. Because who else is going to need it? Like, and great, great point. Three years doesn't seem like that long of a time, but, but it would I be guess so long to you, right? Yeah, you're. What do you do? Like, I don't think I could watch, I, I watch get through A through G in a video store. Like, <laughs> he's and, yeah, he's he's done. He's had this basically the same day over a thousand times. Like Groundhog Day. It's like Groundhog Day, except he gets all 24 hours of it. And he doesn't interact with anybody. Except for the dog. Right. We didn't talk about it at all. The dog's great. Uh, yes, the dog's dog great. Go, yes. I think it's the saddest dog death in movie history. I haven't seen all of the dog deaths. Well, I haven't seen all of them either, but I'm going to... Hot, way, hot yeah, take. Hot take. <laughs> it was way sadder for me in theaters... It was less sad the second time because I knew it was coming. That's one of the few things I remembered about this movie in vivid detail. I was like, oh, God. It was sadder for me this time. Really? I knew the dog gets infected. I didn't realize that he... I forgot how the death occurs. Oh, I, re- I oh, just remembered that. Oh, the fact that he's singing the Bob Marley yeah, song. I remember and... when he's petting her and he looks down and the hair is on his hand. Yeah. And the dog's changing. Yep. Like I thought the dog would slowly succumb to its wounds, but he had to kill. He had to kill the dog. Poor Samantha. Yeah. It's the last thing he had from his daughter. From his family, from anything. Yes. His last connection to anything living. It's sad. But bring it back up. <laughs> What's the one thing that you would loot? Ooh, if like, good question. If I'm in Manhattan, yeah, right? in a major city. <laughs> like, what would you want? Just top of your head. It doesn't have to be like. You're not locked into this forever. No, I, well, major city, I instantly think of Manhattan. Okay, I would yeah. probably, like, in my, find some way to take, like, a, like, a Knicks retire jersey banner from the garden. Just to, okay. Just to hang it up. Like, just randomly. I might just hang out in the garden. Fortify the garden? Yeah. That would be nuts, bro. <laughs> it's huge. There's got to be so much cool stuff in there, too. Yeah, exactly. I could play basketball whenever I wanted. If it's set up for that. Otherwise, you'd have to set the court up, which would probably take you a solid oh, month crap. to do by yourself, but you have the time. Yeah. Which brings me, because <laughs> we're all over the place with this, to the one thing I kind of have a problem with this movie is that everything still works. Will Smith is apparently either the biggest genius ever, or it's not that hard to learn how to do stuff. 
maybe he was really foresightful. I don't think that's a word. But he had a bunch of generators. Because if anything happens to the power, how do you get that back? How do you... Well, okay, so he stays behind. I'm assuming he doesn't stay behind by himself. No, he definitely doesn't. So I feel like the military set a lot of this up. And he just out, outlasted them. And from the survivalist aspects, I guess over time, like practice makes perfect, right? And like I did, I again back to Castaway when he, you flash forward a little bit, and he like spears the fish that's like twenty feet away. Like, sure, he, no one can do that. I don't care who you are. <laughs> a fish is a little fish is swimming by, and you're just gonna throw your spear out and get it. I guess the only way you do that is if you practiced hours and hours on end. It was a one in a thousand shot. It was just really lucky. <laughs> but he's acting like no big deal. So he's this definitely better before. For me. At least I think it's Tuesday. <laughs> so yeah. So also like on Groundhog Day, like he plays the piano perfectly like, yeah. towards the end of the movie. Like it's just what you work on. That's just stuff to keep yourself. Stave off that insanity because once it's there, it's there to stay. And But he can't really do much like for half the day right because it's dark out well he can do stuff in his house yeah but like he doesn't want to make a lot of noise and alert them it's weird like i wonder when he had the idea to go to uh, south street seaport and um wait there at noon and hit golf balls all day long for some like put out the radio broadcast because that's like 12 to what six like 12 12 to like sundown yeah, I think his alarm, as, well, he sets it based on the Farmer's Almanac. Right. But I think his alarm usually goes off around, like, 5.30, something like that. Hopefully, like, that battery never dies on his watch. Yeah, that's important. Unless he has, like, 50 of them. Ready, I don't know the get rate of gasoline, but I'm surprised that all still runs. Well, they show him ciphering, so siphoning it out of, the, uh, out of an abandoned mobile station. Oh, okay. Yeah. And there are... I just don't know how long it like lasts. It's just sitting this, there. I don't know. You can ask him. I love that when he opens the closet at home and he's got all the keys hanging. He really yep. has access to like Everything. thirty some odd cars. Yes. It's so good. And he's driving that sick car at the beginning. Yeah, the Mustang yep. GT, I think it is. Terrible hunter. Like the one thing he's bad at in <laughs> three years is hunting game. <laughs> if if you were the last person left, would you be driving like that much of a fucking crazy person? Because if you get hurt, you're done. Like, he's driving through the city streets. At one point, he goes under, like, that metal overhang covered by the quarantine yes. plastic. I'm like, that's insane. And there'd be so many abandoned cars. Unless you move he them de- all. He definitely did. He had to have, he right? He had to have, because the roads are clear. He's, everything's shoved off to the side. I guess if you know the lay of the land. He has three years to memorize it. And, and it's an airborne disease that does, not, that does not affect animals. Yes. The, yeah, the airborne doesn't affect them. Very interesting. And neither affects him. Like the other 0.2% or something of the population. Right. Apparently he was the only person who stayed behind that was immune, or something really unfortunate happened. Yeah, well, I think... Uh, just looking up stuff online, there's like 12% of the population was immune, but they were quickly picked off by the... Um, Oh, okay, that's way higher. Yeah, they were quickly picked off by the Dark Seekers. Dark Seekers, the Hive, whatever. They, yeah. He calls them something different than Anna does when they meet. Right. But there are, as when, when Anna shows up with Ethan, they meet. And that's kind of my favorite scene of the movie. 
when they rescue him? His when he wakes up and he interacts with humans for the first because I think in the theater I thought it was kind of like cheesy and dumb, but just like thinking about it, like this is the first time he's like talking to people in like almost three years because I assumed like yeah, and like an actual person, not a mannequin. You would react that way because you're so used to doing things like a certain way, and the fact that they're talking about like hope and survival and a survivor's camp that he's definitely the smartest person alive at this point. I think it's pretty clear. Well, he would know about that or have heard rumblings about that. It would be weird if he who? didn't. Yeah, I, I guess. How would he have heard rumblings from anything? I don't know. Maybe like. How did she hear about it? I want to know. <laughs> Do they also have a radio? Did you pick it up on a fancy Red Cross boat? Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. Like, did he spend, like... Or did she spend days on end just searching radio frequencies for, like, any sign of anybody? Like, that that would probably be it. She said God told her to turn the radio on. Yeah. And he's broadcasting on all the AM frequencies. So yes. So it wasn't that hard to find him. But AM's broadcasting radius is not high. Like, it doesn't broadcast that far proximity was true or it's the other way around or it broadcasts really far no i think it's far i think it's far i think am is further than fm i'm not. zth podcast at gmail.com <laughs> if you want to prove us wrong or right on things. enlighten us yeah so my constantine thought okay the cgi is awful on this it's not the best and constantine came out first i think constantine's better and the fact that it's the same director is like kind of shocking to me <laughs> i think constantine looks not bad Constantly looks. Constantine's our bar. Came out what? Two thousand five. Oh, yeah, right. yeah two thousand five. This came out later, and it looks worse. Okay. And it's one hundred fifty million bucks with one actor in it. So like, let's go. They filmed in Manhattan. <laughs> Bump it up. That was ninety million of those dollars. I don't know. I'm throwing a number out there. Could have been. Like the fact, yeah. I think the animals look weird. Besides the dog, because that's a real the, animal. Was it deer? The deer. They look weird. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They're not mutated at any point. The lions, I think, look okay. Yeah. I don't know so, the problem with the lions. I'm assuming Bronx Zoo, right? Oh, yeah. That's probably it. Or Cause, uh, cause is there of, another one in the Is there a zoo in the city? Probably Is there a not. Central Park Zoo? I don't think there is. I don't think so I think, either. I think the Bronx Zoo. So lions traveled like good distance to get to Times Square. Yeah, that's, that's, where, some time. that's where the food is. I guess so, yeah. Did he like free all the animals in the zoo? <laughs> I want to see that. I want to see that day. Unlocking all the cages. Let's go! <laughs> like Curly from Hey Arnold. Yes. Hey Arnold. Good show. That was a good show. It's probably my favorite cartoon. Really? For like kids' cartoons, yes. Okay. Uh, I'm well, not prepared to say what mine is. Okay. I don't know. Might be Rocco. We don't know. Might be Rocco. Could be Doug. Ooh, Doug was good. But I feel like there was like 10 episodes of Doug that they just showed over and over and over again. <laughs> and we were okay with it. I didn't like when they tried to bring it back on ABC. Disney's Doug? Awful. It was terrible. Doesn't count. Yeah. It doesn't count. You're right. It's not canon. <laughs> Long sleeve Doug does not exist. Agreed. <laughs> what else we got about Iron Legend? Um, It's a tough movie to break down because there's not a lot going on. <laughs> It's very one note, but it's a good note. I'll give it that. Yeah, I mean, there's not some, that much they can explore with this concept. I think it flows well. I think, like, we don't... I'm not bored with the time I spend with Will Smith by himself. It's questionable 
how late the the other humans show up. It might be a little late. I don't think it's the start of the third act, which is bad introducing new characters in the third act. But the, I would say call that the end of act two. Yeah. So it barely just sneaks in there. Know what's crazy? What? How intelligent Will Smith is. He didn't think of having like the fluorescent light like protector that the... Uh... I'm trying to think of what you're talking about. So Will Smith is trying to kill himself, right? He's trying to take out as many Dark Seekers as he can, distraught over the death of Sam. And he is rescued by Anna and Ethan, but they have like a fluorescent light protector because the Dark Seekers are like... He had that on his... That was his? He had that on the the car when he was ramming them, when he was driving towards them. He had, he lit them up with, with lights. Oh, okay. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. I thought they brought that with them. I don't think so. No, because I think they left in his car. No, they left in their car. But, yeah, his... his All right, then it's weird how they just show up during the dark like that. Yeah. Uh, they would be toast. It is weird. Yeah, that's true, because you shouldn't be out then. They're just happen to be driving around at that point, even though he said... Well, because he said they were waiting there for hours, because he never showed, and that's where the final... Eh... I don't know. The movie covers uh, covers its own tracks too. Yeah. Like when that part was coming up, like I knew it was happening, and I'm like, if he's like hurt, how do they get back to his house? Like, how do they know where he lives? Yeah, they're, he, not, they're not from the city. Like, he gives them the address, but like, right? Like, it would have been interesting to me, or I think a better choice is if he, you know, he broadcasts and he says, "I'll be at South Sea Street Seaport every day at midday." If I am not there, my address is. <laughs> then that covers that covers everything up. They can look it up on a map. Now the sad thing is, I'm gonna assume the worst of humanity here. What if someone heard that and just went and raided his house or like killed him? Because, like, a la The Walking Dead, humans are terrible to each other in this situation. But unlike The Walking Dead, he is desperate for human interaction. Sure. So if someone looted or attempted to kill him, I think he would a survive, b be kind of happy about it, because he's got somebody else. I guess, but they're not there anymore. Like they. But if somebody raided his house, he would know. Okay, there's somebody in the yeah. city. Sure. It gives him like a new mission. I'll find this person. <laughs> Something else to do during the day. It's now a revenge movie. <laughs> well, kind of is. Uh, the aspect of the trap that they set for him, which is a copy of the trap he sets for them. Are you talking the, the Dark puddle? St- what? You're talking about the puddle? Well, oh. the, 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 um, whatever you call that thing, the, uh, by stringing them up like that. Yeah. The, the booby trap. I think that was one of his that he did. They just put the mannequin on it. Cause I don't think they have the wherewithal to set that up. But to have the wherewithal to put the mannequin there to I, begin with, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, no, it, it's that's one of the scenes that really confuses me. Like, the first time I saw it, it's one of the ones that sticks with me, and I know it's going to happen when I watch it. I've seen that scene probably on TV for whatever reason, like three or four times. Mm-hmm. It just confuses me, because they clearly have some kind of higher brain function, but they're just all rage like it, it's they're infected really by rage con- yeah it's really confusing that's the first thing they show that proves they're higher right capable of higher function and brain activity because they still run into the sun when it burns them 
That would freak me out. Oh, yeah. I don't believe. I think his reaction is totally justified. He does a great job reacting. Yes. Fred! <laughs> Fred, are you real? It's kind of like... You better tell me right now, Fred! It's kind of like funny in a way, but like still serious at the same time. And I wonder what's going through his mind at that point. I thought it was like devastating. Is, well, the fact that him screaming Fred, it's it's just kind of, I don't know, I laughed a little bit. I guess. Um, but what's going through his mind is, does he think Fred might be real? That's got to be a thought. Well, you have to consider that option. Is he also considering the fact that there is another survivor that moved his mannequin? Also that. I don't know if that crosses his mind or not. Was it's... Ethan and Anna fucking with him? <laughs> oh my god. They just decided to move. And... That's so... No, that's a dumb... Like, I guess if, if you're seeing the movie for the first time, what are you thinking as an audience member? Do you think the, the horde moved the mannequin or do you think someone else moved the mannequin or do you think wow this movie took a turn the mannequins are real i think the first thought i had when i saw it in theaters was this movie took a turn okay i think i don't remember but i remember being really uncomfortable about it and just having so many questions and the, the way it's filmed the mannequin moves does he really yeah i don't remember that part it's 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 very brief and it's like when he turns around for like the first time, you see the mannequin was like hunched over and then like kind of stands straight up from like the camera's per- perspective. So it makes you question it as Weird. a member of the audience. But if it's taken from the perspective of Will Smith's mind or Robert Neville's mind, then like he thinks the mannequin's real, right? Yeah, could be. That's good filmmaking. A-, A plus. Agreed. Okay. So. My favorite scene is the human interaction for the first time where he flips out about the bacon and all that and he's just acting really weird he and flings his bowl into the camera <laughs> behind him. Well, she's talking about hope and survival and he's like, No, <laughs> not having it. No. <laughs> not in my house. And then he gets like and after he kinda of like acclimates acclimates himself to the situation where he's quoting Shrek, which you've probably seen hundreds of times <laughs> that's my least favorite scene by the way him quoting just him quoting shrek okay him quoting shrek isn't the greatest but i like the the line from anna afterwards like yo you don't handle yourself around people very well huh? it's like yeah way to bury the lead there anna <laughs> what are you new here oh wait yes you are i got a real kick out of that that is a decent line i just think it's annoying that he's quoting shrek i don't it goes on a little too long. It, it does go on a little too long. I think it's a really weird choice. Like, if he just said one line from Shrek, I'd be fine with it. But the fact that he carries on, like, the entire scene in both voices. Clearly, yes. he's watched it a lot. But you got to watch better movies. Shrek is fine. But my favorite scene, my least favorite scene. Also, was... Shrek is not A through G. Go on. True, but that's a movie he has in his home yeah. initially. Well, I mean, he probably started with all the movies in his house. True. Miley's favorite scene is when he's singing Bob Marley. <laughs> I like that better. But it's real. He's doing it high falsetto <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> Will Smith. I don't he understand why. I don't know. And it it just it just sounds bad. I don't think a person in that age bracket would not know who Bob Marley is. And that kind of I don't know. I thought that scene could have been She's there, been busy. but done better. I'll say sure. that. And I really like this movie so. 
This is tough to come up with a least favorite, especially Same. since it's all one note. What's your favorite scene? My favorite scene is probably just him looting that house, just showing up and exploring like the the one apartment we see him go through in detail. Okay. Because it just made me think about like how fun that would be in this world, just going through like I guess the expensive penthouses and then moving on to like the decent houses just for supplies because that's how you live now yeah and he's got a lot of supplies he has too. so also all that that food goes bad like eventually a lot of the stuff has good shelf life as someone who works in supermarkets right like for a while but like like the, the quality severely decreases and some of it actually does go bad i was yeah that that's a good point like like during a rewatch i might want to like check to see like what's on the shelf like he's had plenty of jars of sauce he's got lots of pasta sauce like, I don't know. I think what... it's Barilla. <laughs> I don't know what the. Uh... Barilla's so gross. Barilla's not. I don't like any jar sauce, but that's the Italian in me. Okay. The German in me prefers ragu or uh, prego. I... They're all the same to me. <laughs> Homemade or nothing. Barilla tastes funky. Never had it. I don't think, anyway. But he has a lot of stuff on the counter. I wonder where he got the bacon from. <laughs> that was probably in the freezer from like before the accident. Or before the whole human civilization collapsed. The eggs are powdered. Obviously, you know that. But I found bacon. <laughs> I just helped myself to whatever was here. <laughs> How rude. He tries to sit down and eat. He He's very meticulous, too. Like if you He noticed, wasted that bacon. He did waste the bacon. Come on. Like, he said he was saving. I didn't even need have any. But he was kind of like... He made sure his like, knife and fork and glass were like perfect. Like, he's very set in his ways. Yeah. Well, I mean, no one's no one's ever called him out on his shit in the last three years. Like he wanted <laughs> human contact, but in the back on of his mind, terms. He, he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, I am legend. Do you want to read what Corey's got before we review it? I should probably do that, huh? Yeah, let's do it. Corey was kind enough to send me his thoughts all the way from Europe. It got here somehow in time. He writes, I really enjoyed I Am Legend. I thought it was an interesting take on both the zombie genre and the survivalist genre. Will Smith is really good in his performance, too. The way he shows moments of his mental lapses with talking to his friends in the video store. Air quotes, friends. I did. (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping that was implied, but yeah, good call. Which don't seem that strange to just his overall awkwardness when he meets another living human. And when he has to put his dog down is, to this day, one of the hardest things for me to watch on screen. I've seen both endings, and while I really like the philosophical questions the alternate ending gives us, I understand why they went with the original. Yeah, because it's better. <laughs> Favorite scene? Well, it hurts me to say the dog scene, because there's just Oof. so much going on, and you really see the pain in Smith's eyes. You do. He does really great work in that scene. You can tell that he's just heartbroken. If favorite scene means most well-done scene, yes. Yeah. But I can't Most call enjoyable it. to watch? No. I can't call that my favorite anything. I'm sorry. <laughs> Least favorite, the flashback. I understand it gives good context to the whole story, but I sort of think I would have liked the mystery of it had we not known what happened to his family. I'm going to disagree with that, but that's your right as your least favorite scene. I'm with you for the first two flashback scenes, but the fact that there is a third one and it kind of comes out of nowhere hit home for me. That's a good backstory, yeah, but... the. Without the third one, it would have been kind of dumb. But the fact that it ends in tragedy just explains more about the character. Yeah, it's it's just more of a connection. And then the last thing is his rating, so I'm going to hold that. All right. Until we give our ratings. Thanks, Corey. I guess we should do that, huh? 
Yeah, let's rate this sucker. So if you're new here, we give every movie that we review a number of Infinity Stones for a rating from 1 to 6. If you give it 6 stones, you can also give it a gauntlet. Those are the rules. That's how it works. Hey, Sequel, what are you going to give it? I'm going to go high for this one and give it 5 stones. Um, it's definitely have, has that rewatchability factor for me. Um, I'm kind of anxious to watch it again just to pick up on more nuances. Like I didn't notice Starry Night on his uh on his wall that that's a good call by you and i I bet you there's a lot of other aspects of that throughout throughout the film so that 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 would be kind of fun to pick out certain things that's a good idea i didn't think to go back after i saw starry night and just be on the lookout for other cool stuff right and alternate ending aside um I, i the theatrical ending really works for me um i'm glad i like the closing narration too we didn't talk about that and the score of this is amazing it is good it's so good it's it's like haunting and it's like depressing but it it fits so well i I wish i should we should have looked up who did the score but it's fine we don't i can literally tell you i had it open in spotify it's james newton howard james newton howard never heard of him good work sir i don't know what else you've done he's probably done 30 other movies we've probably. definitely heard of. We definitely have probably enjoyed his work before. But yeah, I don't know about you, but like randomly I'll just Google like famous movie scores and like there's a lot of YouTube playlists and I'll just listen to it. And this one always comes up and it's 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 very, very good. And I think the first time you hear it is when he's uh, hitting golf balls off the Intrepid. Could be. Yeah, I want to say and I'm That's like, still, oh yeah, I forgot about this. Feels it, was, late. it was really great. It feels late in the movie. Well, it's the first time you hear the slow violin, like like the main part of the score. But anyway, yeah, I really I really enjoy this. I don't have many negative things to say about it. Um, they can definitely do more with this world. It's kind of odd we didn't get a sequel for it because Will Smith was kind of like a franchise guy at that point. Well, I mean, he's not going to be in a sequel. He's dead. Well, you can make a prequel. You can make a. You could make a prequel. I, I'm I'm kind of happy it's a standalone, but this. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Well, we're in the, we're in the franchise world today. Yeah. There's very few standalones, so I shouldn't say that there are very few standalones. But I feel like most movie studios are all like about the franchise. The franchise. Yeah. <laughs> They're big fans of the franchise. You could definitely make a an alternate I Am Legend with the survivors, or with Anna and Ethan, yeah, or with an, another survivor, a different part of the country, how they're coping with it, with like callbacks to Will Smith, stuff to do. Don't worry, they'll make it like 10 years. 10-part Netflix series, sign me up. (laughs) There we go. We are legend. (laughs) The perfect title. Joe, what are you going to give it? I was teetering. Going in, I was expecting to give it a 4 without having seen it the second time. I liked it more the second time, and I think I'm going to end up going back and watching this movie more than I thought I would. I'm going to end up giving it 5 stones. I agree with most of what you said. Yeah, the score is really good. Will Smith's performance is the biggest takeaway from this. I think he did a really good job. Best Will Smith movie? Acting-wise? Acting-wise, it's it's up there. It's I'm not comfortable saying because I haven't seen all of his movies. but For the movies you've seen? For the movies I've seen, I think this might be his best performance. I haven't seen Ali, and I know he got nominated for an Oscar for that. As it's not my favorite, and I'm a you know, sports movie guy. Fair enough. Um, it's, I guess it's this or Men in Black, right? I love Men in Black. Men though. in Black's a more enjoyable movie. It's definitely different tone-wise. Oh, definitely. 100% different. It's like 1A, 1B. Apples and oranges. There you go. 
So yeah, I'm going to give it five stones. I think it's really good, and it's going to earn revisiting from me. Corey's rating. Overall, solid film I've seen a bunch of times and will almost definitely go back to again. Four and a half stones. Okay. We were so close. We were so close. I figured we were all going to be at four, to be honest with you, going into it. And I feel like we do that. When we do sweep it, it's usually a four stoner. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah, no, I feel most of the time. I don't know. I why. feel like we sleep on two stones a lot. Do we really? Yeah, I feel like like the mediocre to bad movies that aren't bad enough to get one, we sleep a lot on the twos. Two stone sweeps. Yeah. <laughs> and those are our ratings for I Am Legend, which really just kind of concludes our podcast on I Am Legend. So if you want to let us know, if you want to correct us on any of those things we said that are wrong or congratulate us on being correct... The first way you can do that is send us an email, zthpodcast at gmail.com. Boom. Boom. <laughs> he boomed. Ghost Good of Corey. <laughs> uh, we're on... Oh, do you want to do all? I don't... We didn't talk about this. Sorry. It's, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um, you got this. If you're by yourself in a metropolitan city struggling to survive, tweet us a picture of an abandoned skyscraper. Uh, Twitter is... ZTH, at ZTH Podcast? Yes. Nice. We're also on Instagram. I love this. <laughs> it's funny because Corey does this every week and I follow everything. I don't remember where, well, like our handles. So uh, I'm going to guess Instagram is also at ZTH Podcast. Nailed it. So good. Booyah. Um, Facebook, <laughs> facebook.com slash ZTH Podcast. Or search for us within Facebook, Zeros Talking Heroes. If Robert Neville had a Facebook. He probably doesn't have a lot of people he converses with on it. <laughs> His Facebook would have zero friends or one, Fred the Mannequin. Or, like, Fred the Mannequin definitely should have his Facebook page at this point. He, he probably made a Fred the Mannequin Facebook page to add to his friends. Like, because he definitely would have friends, but they'd all be dead. Yeah. So Facebook would be depressing for him. It would be. I wonder if he would get, like, notifications, though. I don't think he had it. <laughs> I don't think he had Facebook. Didn't have time for it? No. All right. Plus, the server's probably down. Well, he probably put it back. I don't know. He's <laughs> a genius. He does many things. <laughs> and speaking of geniuses, if you thought this podcast was a work of genius, you can let us know by going on iTunes or your podcast app, giving us five stars. Please do. Please and thank you. Also, if you want to leave us a review, I'll, edit on an episode, I'll read it on an episode of the podcast. I don't know why you're shaking your head at me. Please and thank you. Please and thank you. Ron Swanson over here. Is that what he says? <laughs> yes, I even... all the time. Nice. <laughs> now that you said that, I can hear it in my head. I will have that third steak. Please and thank you. <laughs> so yeah, go on iTunes, do that, do all that stuff. Tell people about the podcast and subscribe on your podcast app or iTunes. So it'll just show up Monday morning, real easy on your part, and you can just listen. Next time, we're going to be doing listener request movie number four. As of yet, we haven't decided what that is. Shaun of the Dead. It could be Shaun of the Dead. I have decided. Oh, well, excuse me. I want to watch Shaun of the Dead. It's turned into a dictatorship. I want to watch Shaun of the Dead. Okay. I'm not going to watch it twice in two weeks or three weeks or four weeks. Uh, all right. So, Shaun of the Dead. Fine. <laughs> you drive a hard bargain. I also want to watch that, so that's fine. Okay. And I'm sure Corey won't have a problem. Corey will be back next week, hopefully. Corey will be back next week. Think in your head, what is better, Sean of the Dead or Hot Fuzz? And then listen to our episode. Are you telling Corey this or are you telling everybody this? Everybody. Okay. Everybody. I think that's a debate that needs to be out there. I already have my answer. Like a definitive yes I, or no? It doesn't, def doesn't depend on the mood? No. 
Okay. I have the definitive. Okay. Which one is better? Okay. Yeah. Me too. Good. 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 Let's tease that and not tell them which one it is. All right. We'll talk. Tune in next time to Shaun of the Dead, probably. Until that episode, it's my job to let you know that every movie out there is someone's favorite movie. I Am Legend is someone's movie, favorite movie. And if it's not yet, just wait till humanity collapses and they have to watch all the movies. It's definitely Fred's favorite movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. Or Mannequin would be Fred's favorite movie. Is that? Is that a... That's a movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I learned something today. There you go. Take care, everybody.